Got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And good Tuesday to you, and welcome inside the WKVL studios of of Rocky Top Sports. <laughs> I about said the wrong thing. I'm used to doing Rebel games over there. So anyway, uh, Jeffy Mack alongside myself, Wayne Kaiser, Facebook Live going again, and uh, Laura is the the she is always there listening. Thanks for for listening, Miss Laura. But uh, the trooper. Yeah, yeah. She is uh, she is ingrained. She is in 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 ground in the ground. Is that a thing? Are you spelling obligated wrong? I think. (laughs) Obligatory, yeah. So, but anyway, Tuesday grind. I didn't uh, mean that. Jeffy Mack back behind me. Again, uh, very much distanced, uh, but always having fun here. Uh, Got a lot to talk about today, Jeff. Yesterday we literally uh, sobbed it up about the Vols, uh, about the Braves, uh, and uh, really left a lot of meat on the bone for NFL, uh, left a lot of meat on the bone for uh, World Series as it starts tonight, and uh, and so I guess we got something to talk about, right? I think there's a few things there, yeah. A few, a few. There's something going on with your mic or my headphones, one or the other. I got real raspy. You you don't sound like Scott Farrell though. That's good. Yeah, that would hurt my feelings. Yeah, I mean, never mind. There's probably reasons <laughs> why he sounds that way. But anyway, yeah. if you know who I'm talking about, you've heard it. But uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> World Series, World Series. Let's let's kind of get Jeffy Max take on how it got to here. One, the Bravos kind of they they didn't get the job done. Uh, they they take the the Dodgers, the highest payroll in baseball, the best lineup in baseball. They take them to Game Seven. They take a three one lead and then drop the last three to to really uh, get ousted there in the NLCS. But the Dodgers represent the the National League and the Rays who. We're the class of the American League from jump. I mean, really, when you talk about the whole season, uh, the Bronx Bombers maybe were the flashier team, but even when they played heads up, the Rays did what they needed to do. So uh, I thought they had the greatest regular season, and, and honestly, it just it just played that way out. Houston gave them a little bit of a battle, pushed Game Seven, uh, but uh, I, I think the Rays are they're a team that's probably the hungriest uh, looking at this matchup, but. I don't know that they're the most talented coming into this. Game. So, so that's what that's what I'm basing it on is, and, and I'm giving it to the Dodgers, and it's because the Braves took them three to one. And hey, Matt uh, Irvin's listening. Thanks oh, for listening. There you go. <laughs> they, you know, they took them three to one, and then the Dodgers battled back. They said that we weren't going down, and here we go. And then you look at the flip side, and you've got Tampa Bay, and they went up on them. Houston battled back, and Tampa Bay kind of, you know, they had to go to Game 7 to win the series. Whereas the flip is the Dodgers pushed to Game 7 to win, and so they've got all that momentum. They've got all that confidence. Tampa Bay is like, man, we let these guys come back, and that's that's what they're taking into the series. So I have to go with the Dodgers. Well, and and here's the deal. There's not a guy you can pitch around for the Dodgers. No. On on the hitting side of things, the Rays are just – they're streaky. They're really fun to watch. But it's because you never know which way they're going to punch. No. With with the Dodgers, you sit there and you're like, 
He can hit it out. Yes. He can hit it out. He the can Braves hit it out. gave you a what not to do in game seven. When your pitching goes out there and you're walking people every inning, they're going to make you right. pay. Right. And I mean, and that's what happened. Yeah. And Mookie Betts is going to get on every time. Yes. Every chance he gets. He's an and on steal base a home machine. run or two. Yeah. So says Freddie. Yeah. So says Freddie. But uh, I'll say this. Uh, you know, the, the Dodgers obviously have bought. Uh, the opportunity to win a win a World Series, uh, but but at the same rate, and uh, uh, Matt Irvin says I love this show. Would love it a lot more if you traded that Georgia pennant for a Gator one, though. It's below it. If uh, if you can't see, it's man, down there. Check it out. Uh, I put uh, I put teams worthy above and teams not. Matt is below. a super Georgia hater yeah. for real. Well, that's cool. That's maybe one of the few things we got in common. <laughs> but uh, well. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, Matt, appreciate you listening, man. And uh, see, you wouldn't even, like the Facebook Live has gained a whole new avenue because you, you wouldn't even known there was penance in here otherwise. That's a good point. That's a really good point. But uh, I've always been of the uh, the opinion, especially in in baseball. Uh, again, and I think this comes from having any kind of Yankees ties. Like everybody's like, well, they bought that championship. I'm sorry, in professional sports, everybody buys a championship. Uh, yeah. Everybody is paying. Like, here's the deal. If I say here, you can have, and and I'm, I, you're a Ford guy, so you may answer this a little bit different, but if give me a Ford, let's just, let's just give it the old Ford Mustang GT 5.0 or Good a choice. Ferrari. Which one? Which one are you going to take? Because I mean, if you give you me can, like, you, you, they're going to be given to you either way, tax free, the whole deal. No, no, they made caveats, some bad ones. No, no strings attached. If you put a bad one out there, I'll choose the Ford. I'm pretty sure I can sell the frame of a Ferrari for more than a GT Mustang. I don't know. That Boss 302 is really nice. No, no, no. This is straight up stocky. Uh, it's well, not not a. It's not a. There's Celine, nothing stock it's not, about a Ferrari. I'm just saying. I, the thing is, okay, let's 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 actually put it on a player. And I'll, I'll I'll even go Steelers for oh, you. Oh, you're gonna hurt my feelings. I'll go Steelers for you. Um, I'm. <laughs> it'd be good if I actually knew more than like two uh, Steelers linebackers. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, um, okay, okay. Hmm. All I'm looking at. Okay, okay. Who who's who's starting linebacker right now for the Steelers? You've got Bud Dupree. Uh, Devin Bush, but he just went out. So. so let's go with Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, Troy Palomalu. You gotta go with Palomalu. One's a little bit more money, right? Yeah. But you get a lot more out of him, right? It's true. I think that's the way the baseball that's the way the Dodgers have now built their team. That's the way the Yankees build their team. So I in all of that nonsense, uh absolutely no Shazier too soon. Oh, uh, that's terrible, man. <laughs> as a matter of fact, that's terrible. <laughs> I think before this season, he officially retired because we yeah, released he him. He did. Oh, yeah, that's bad. But yeah, wow. That's so here's boosh. the thing: if somebody says that they bought a World Series, it's hard to say that because everybody's you know they're paying everybody. Yeah, if, if, if that's the fact, the Cleveland Browns would have had a lot more championships well, by now. Yeah, but here's the thing: if the Dodgers win the World Series and then one day removed dismantled the team they totally bought a world series but if so like the marlins exactly yeah but okay. if they keep this team and then they win another one and then they win another one they didn't buy anything they invested in some awesome players and well to me it's team building 
Yeah. You, you know, it's like it's no different than, and I'm using cars just because, I don't know if it's the Hooters racing hat that I'm rocking or, or what the deal is. Shameless but it's plug. Like, but it, well, if they'll, if they'll give us some food or something, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, here's the deal. If you're building a car, you're not going to go with the, the budget brakes. You're not going to go with, you, you know, the lowest intake. You're not going to go with the lowest turbocharger. No, you want like a Whipple supercharger. You want a, you know, a K&N air filter. You want all this top-notch stuff. And again, I'm giving a lot of plugs that I'm not getting paid for. But I'll say this. I'll say this. You go to the top-notch. You go get a Jock Peterson. You go get a Cody Bellinger. You go get Mookie a Betts. a Mookie Betts from the from the Red Sox and pay dearly for him. Yeah, literally flip the market on outfielders. But the thing is, it's going to pay off if you break. Well, I think the '88 was the last year they won the World Series. I think if you know if, if it pays off for a World Series, you'll never get that back. Brad Vincent says hello, nephew. Yeah, that's Michael. Look at that. So you're famous. We're, we're getting there. So, and, and here's one of the things, too, is you're already seeing those dividends. You know, Mookie Betts robbed a home run, which or, arguably or a few, a few, which yeah. arguably could have put the Braves up. I mean, they lost by one run. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. And so at that point, you know, you're showing, you know, we paid for this and it's paying off. I'm trying to see what the what the line is for tonight. Oh, I had that pulled up, but let's I go. I, I mean, I, I would almost guarantee. Uh, that okay, it, I ain't gonna be able to read it because it says negative one fifty-seven, and I have no clue what that means. I'm going with that's like a point and a half. Sure, straight up. I like, don't know. I, when I see LAD, which is Dodgers, negative one fifty-seven, it tells me nothing. So Tyler Glass now is who's going to get the start for Tampa, and Clayton Kershaw is getting the start for the Dodgers. Honestly, postseason baseball tells you go with the race. Yes. Because Clayton Kershaw is not yeah, a postseason guy. Hasn't, hasn't done well. But here's the deal. Uh, he was bad in his last outing, and he normally doesn't have two bad outings. I think they're smart for rolling him out in game number one because even if he does flop, then you're still in good shape. Sure. But I think they say the over and under seven and a half. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Courtney uh, McKinney says, uh, hashtag screw Mookie, hashtag chop on. <laughs> That's funny. Katie Curley checking in. Says, hey y'all, hey, it ain't break. It is break time. You're lucky. You're <laughs> lucky. But uh, anyway, uh, I, to me, I think that's a low over and under. Like I would take the over and the Dodgers. Yeah, because I think I think Kershaw's going to give up three or four runs. Just See, be honest with and, you. And honestly, I wonder because I don't think the Rays have the same bats that the Braves do. I mean. I just don't feel that way. No, no. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they have as explosive of bats as the Braves do. Yeah. Like, I think they've got base hitters so, all the way down that list. Knowing that, maybe maybe Kershaw plays or you know throws better. I think the telltale sign is how that first inning goes. If you look at how, how the Dodgers really recouped their, their momentum, is it was first inning scoring. Yeah. And uh, 11 of those in, in one yeah. game that broke a postseason record. But here's the deal. If they score in the first inning, give me the Dodgers. I'm taking the Dodgers right now before the game even kicks off, but tips off, first pitch, whatever you want to call that. that The beginning of the game, I'm taking them, whatever that looks like. But what I'm saying is – At the coin flip. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is if they score first, 
you may not have yeah. to watch it to the end. I, I like the Dodgers in six. Yeah. I, I actually took the Dodgers in six yesterday. Did you listen to yesterday's show? I did not. Carson, t- well, that's hurting my feelings. But anyway, Carson took the Dodgers in five, and I took the Dodgers in <clears> six. So I just think you the know, Rays. And- well, see, there's a th- there's a reason the Rays are there, and that's why I don't like the idea of them winning in five or the Dodgers in five. I think the Rays will get two. Matt Irvin uh, tossing a little pub for uh, a certain uh, sports betting site, which I I'm not really like. I'm I'm a donator in the in the gambling world. Like I I don't my if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have luck at all. Honestly, I let. I let Laura choose like a the shirt at the store because I'd buy the only one that the thread was bad, like that that would come apart like the first time I wear it. So I, I don't have good luck. So sports betting is not my thing. I'm not much for it either. I, I don't. I I am a sure thing better. And <laughs> you're like yes. I don't want to possibly lose money, especially on something that's random. So you bet on the Cowboys a lot. Is what you're saying? Uh, maybe not so much. Maybe against them. I could do that. Oh, sorry, Drell. You're not a red rifle guy. I was until last night. I was all excited. Like, I think he straight up dodged a bullet, though. Did you not think like that? That nickname could have went terribly wrong. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, he was he was a he was a stone's throw from Red Rocket. He was. You know how bad that would have been. Terrible. I mean, there'd have been T-shirts about it. There still could be, Jarrell. There's time. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, anyway. What? But so we're both going with the Dodgers. I think we've lost every bit of credibility that we had, if we had any at all. Uh, at least you've won a pick them this year. You're exactly right, Courtney. I have won a pick them. But you know what? I've already exhausted that in all the other pick ems that I have not won. So uh, that's where that sits. But um, we've both picked the Dodgers. I think game one, we're picking them in six. So I think you have to win. You have to win game one, right? I, I think the Dodgers will win game one and two. Oh, <laughs> you think one and two. You think, yeah. And and here's the thing. The dynamic that we didn't speak about is the whole, like, bubbled up situation where they're, bo- they're playing. I, I guess I'll be honest with you. I'm really not sure where they're playing. No, they're I playing don't. in Arlington today. But I don't know if they're going to go to San Diego or they're going to play this whole thing in Arlington. The Globe Life Field – Probably the coolest looking field out there because it's got the retractable hardtop. Honestly, if they want the series to go quick, I'd play it all in Arlington. Yeah, every bit of it. I think they're going to play just straight through. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, it, they should. Honestly, they should. Yeah, no I, breaks. I, I agree through. with that. But you know what does get breaks? The grind. We're going to take one quick break. Listen to these fine sponsors, and when we come back, we're going to talk NFL. We're going to talk about the Red Rifle and his debut as the starter for the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to talk about the 5-0 Steelers about to wrangle the 5-0 Titans. We're going to talk about it coming up on the flip side. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be right back. Hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. 
The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lee Choir with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lee Choir, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lee Choir appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lee Choir with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610, and let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming, but Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts, we've got those too. You can download the Grind podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we grind it out here on a Tuesday edition. Jeff, 
Uh, this Facebook Live thing is going to be a volatile situation. A I bit. can just say that. Uh, I've been talking. We've been talking on Facebook, and we were going NFL. Like, it was going to happen. And we still will go NFL because we still got 40 minutes to go. Oh, yeah. But the question has been raised, quarterback controversy, controversy, controversy at Tennessee. It's not a controversy. It's a dumpster fire. <laughs> there's a there's a total difference there, and uh, and and so just during the conversation, the the Cliff Notes edition says um, a lot of people says uh, take Bama twenty nine and a half, and I don't know the background of that. Do you, do you have a background? There's a long story attached to that. He knew I would know immediately. It's a long story. All probably day. probably not one for right now. Well. <laughs> That that story will have to be told. But uh, uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. There's all kinds of different ways to cut this cake. I've always been of the opinion, put JG out there because he's earned it. You know what I'm saying? Put him out there against this defense and see what happens. Like, that's just my opinion. And uh, and, and you know what? When when things get sour, then go to Maurer. I, think I you just start made Maurer. a rhyme, and that, that didn't – I think you mean, start Maurer. You, well, here's the deal. I'm – yeah, JG definitely like, earned he earned the beating, I'm sure. But listen, if you want if you want to give this team a little bit of confidence, start Maurer and then put JG in afterwards because he plays better that way. It's proven. They did it multiple times. It's repeatable. If you start him, capability studies. He's, it's oh, it's going to be ugly, like more ugly than it would be. I don't think we can. I, I really don't think you can get uglier than Kentucky. I don't know. I mean, you could always be like Clemson, Georgia Tech. No, no, I'm just saying, like, ineptness, uh, lack of ability, like, throw it to the other team. It don't get any worse. Two, well, if two you look at that score, sixes. if you take those two touchdowns out. And the field goal that came from his fumble. Yeah, so take those 17 points out, and your score is, what, 17-7? Something like that. Something like so, that. Well, it's Gordon. You, you, we were in field goal range for that one pick six, so I think you, you put a field goal on that. Yeah, so now you're looking at 17-10. Yeah. Start, still... start Maurer and then put JG in. It can't – I mean, it – What is – like, I feel like Matt and Justin, they're on this Facebook Live, and they're not – I think they're just they're, all they're, about their selves now. They're talking numbers right now. That's yeah. what they're doing. They're, I'm, they're wagering. Do it. Do it. Whatever it is. I, I've I've kind of looked away, but I saw a 20 and a 50 – just 20. 20 is the number. 20 is the number. But – Oh, man, the phone line's lit up. Look at that. Let's jump to the phone lines. Let's do it. Hey, you're on the grind. Hello. Please don't hang up. We've called numerous <laughs> the, times to verify your business with Google. Our records show that your business is not verified. I really don't feel Press like I can now. answer these. I don't think she's going to talk with sports Google. with us. Hey, check this out. If you're out. the business owner. Dump. That's a cool button to hit. How did they... That's... That's baffling. How did that happen? I'm still counting it, though. That's a phone call. I would count it, yeah. That's totally a phone call. Stat boosting. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're, we're getting validated on Google at some level. There you go. That's cool. We're going to get a negative Google review because we just hung up on Google. Laura laughs at me. Why are you laughing at me? Says your dad says Harrison Bailey, Jeff. Harrison. I like Harrison Bailey. Well, see, here's the thing. And and it just got a like, like quickly. 
I don't have a problem with that. I just don't know that Alabama's the one you roll him out there on. Well, see, we rolled out Josh Dobbs on him twice. Like, Josh Dobbs literally came in in the Alabama game two years in a row and then started the rest of the season. It's really a uh, feast or famine, sink yeah. or swim, um, um, crap or get off the pot. I mean, there's all these different yeah. different ways you can look at it. But here's the deal. Is he your future? Yeah, I'm going to go with I that. I think so. I yeah. think so. It's either him or one of the guys that's yet to be on campus. Is he campus. a true freshman? He is a true freshman. He can play up to four games. To me, you, however you start the game, I think, I think uh, Harrison Bailey needs to see some of this game. Hold on. He can play up to four games, but does it matter because of this season? Because of the Rona? They get a year of eligibility? Is that everybody or is that just seniors? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a Google question. That is a Google question. Google it. To the Google. To the Googs. But, no, <laughs> Justin Dunlap says he's 6'5", 225. He's not a toothpick. There's truth there. There's truth there. As Miss Johnny checks in in the studio next to us. Uh, but uh, there's truth to that. He's a big kid. Uh, but the thing is, is Alabama's a lot of big kids. And and I, I'm not interested in uh, really tearing that up. It says this season doesn't count towards eligibility. I'm this Facebook Live is helping me. Like yeah. I've got all kinds of helpers now. Uh, I appreciate it. It says fall sports athletes will get an extra year of eligibility. Start him, start him, and barring a total destruction and him breaking in half, there you go. I'm, as a true freshman, I mean, even I mean, we got good medicine now. If if he breaks in half, we got three more years to fix it. Yeah, I go with it. I've seen Varsity Blues. <laughs> I know how that plays out. So you're saying give him the shot? Give him the shot. Give him the shot. Yeah, I, I think start him, especially knowing that. I mean, there's no reason not to. If you're on Facebook Live, first person to name four characters from the movie Varsity Blues gets a grind T-shirt. Ooh. Let's see who's out there. Let's see who gets it. I bet Dunlap will, honestly. Four characters, and I have to validate. I have to validate. Matthew Irvin says, how many players receive a five-star rating per season? There's a reason for that. Play the kid. Their defense have given about – they're they're all about this Harrison Bailey. They're not interested in this T-shirt. Sometimes I wonder like about right my dad there. because, like, he says, yeah, I'm a West Virginia fan, but he knows way more about Tennessee. Okay, Billy Bob is one character, Mox and Tweeter. You've you're got three. Three of three, Justin. You're, you're right there. Right there. I, I, didn't, I knew Billy Bob. You didn't know Mox? I watched it, like, one time. I just remember the part where in their locker room, and he's like, give him the shot. And, that's, <laughs> and John Voigt's over there, and, you know, he's a jerk, and – that's what I remember. <laughs> oh Lord, we're like squirrel tra- rabbit trails uh, on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's kind of a, that's nature of the beast, and we're we're right off there. But uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Whatever it is, you, you you know what the consensus is that all of us have said, Facebook Live and us included, not JG. Yeah, because I, I didn't even say start him. I just literally wanted to start him so he could get the thumping. Justin just said Lance Harbor. Is that is that number four? And Miss Davis. Oh, hold on, hold on. Bacon counts. That's it does count. You're right. But Miss Davis. So since Justin got the fourth one before Matt, here's the deal. I, I got I got T shirts. Matt, you get a T shirt too. 
It's it's fine. Everybody but, uh, get the t-shirt. Oh, bacon always counts. I love that dog. <laughs> if you if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the movie, you'll you'll you don't know that reference. Billy Bob thought he I don't know if he thought he was a dog or by uh eating the 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 um french toast, dipping it in the peanut butter and drinking the syrup. Um if I think he was just a little sugar high right You're there. speeding up the process is what you're doing. Yeah. That's efficiency. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and he was also driving an F150. Oh. That, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't kidding. hurt at all. I'm just kidding. In the slightest. Uh, Dunlap says Matt doesn't deserve it. You're the you're the the vote, Jeff. Does Matt get it? I think Matt should because he. Rattled. What if I gave it? What if he gets one, but it's like a schmedium? Ooh, rip them the muscles. Yeah, just get swole in it. I mean, it's a black T-shirt. You can look swole. <laughs> so, <laughs> Matt just. Pro- I mean, that's a good one. Oop de oop. Give me a break. Where that's like off the movie too. Yeah, he he cleaned it up though. He did keep he it did. PG. I, I I think both. <laughs> anyway, I think both. Anyway, uh, Harrison Bailey needs to see the field. I think so. He needs to see the field against Alabama. You're at home. You're at home. Even if it's late and you're and and let's just be honest. And Alabama doesn't have their ones in anymore. I'm not gonna give a score when it's back this much or when this is going on. But if there's an opportunity for him to see meaningful snaps. To where he's playing against D one SEC talent, put him in there. So here, here's what you think. This is what I think. Your fan base is really upset right now. You just went in and you just got smoked by Kentucky because your quarterback was terrible. So here's what you do. You flip the script. Everybody is screaming for Bailey. You put him out there. See, we did that with Nate Peterman against Florida, and it was just really bad. Ain't that right, Matt? No. Here's the thing. Bailey, Bailey, this is this is a different year. This is a different coach. This is a different player. You just do it. Everybody wants it. I think you do it. Now, don't set him up to fail. I think you you get out there and you give him a good fighting chance. You know, you get him first team reps and you you prepare him to go, and and get him a fair shake, and that'll that'll make your fans think. You know what? He recognized there was a problem. Let's do something about it. Because right now they're questioning, like, man, we just got killed by Kentucky, and he didn't do nothing about it. So I think you put him in there and say, "Hey, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to win this game, even though everybody thinks we're not going to." Well, and, and I'll be honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, it's an uphill climb from here for Pruitt. I, I talked about it a little bit yesterday, and I'm not I'm not saying that that he's not the guy. I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm not saying whatever. I'm just saying. It's hard to recover from losing to Florida. So not only are you trying to, to to keep this team alive, because you know it was said that last year when they benched Garantano, a lot of the players came back and wanted him back. Juwan Jennings wanted him back. Marquez Callaway wanted him back. Even Trey Smith, I think, wanted him back. But this is a different dynamic. A lot of those players have graduated. A lot of those players are are gone. And Henry H two O Henry Toto, he put on Instagram yesterday. Cross his finger. It was a cross the finger emoji, and it was Harrison Bailey. Yeah, he's but you know they're both you know young players. Harrison Bailey, of course, the rook, and uh, and Toto is is the new guy on the defense. And so I don't think he's necessarily discrediting JG, but he's saying you know what if we're gonna flip this culture, let's get the young guy out there. So Justin and I were talking about this, and we were really looking at their schedule, and. I mean, if they play the way they played against Kentucky and they make zero changes whatsoever, you're looking at a maybe win at Arkansas 
and a maybe win with Vandy. And everybody else, I mean, right. they're going to be losses. Yeah, now, Auburn would have to help us for us to be yes. Auburn. Which and they're, 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 they're capable. Yeah, they're definitely capable. Um, and, but I think you have to make a drastic change. I really do. And, and, you know, if that's starting Bailey or, you know, you go back to what worked last year, you start someone else and then start JG, you know. Well, and, and I think I think Jeremy Pruitt and, and a lot of people, I think somebody said yesterday, and Matt, um, Justin Dunlap says three and seven, four and six if we're lucky. I think luck's got to play a big part of that. But here's the thing, and, and Matt, I, I don't mean this in any kind of way, but I, I will say my wife is watching and she hates – Will Muschamp. I mean, like, loathes Will Muschamp. But uh, somebody said yesterday, I think it was Justin Kitts who called in, said, we hope that he's not the second coming of Will Muschamp at Florida, where all he cared about was defense and didn't worry about offense, which I think just hiring Jim Chaney makes him a step ahead. Sure. But what I'm saying is I think I think he really has to look down the barrel of, Jer- of, of Jim Chaney and say, listen, can you fix him? Kind of going back to the uh, the uh, Bud Kilmer. Yeah, yeah. Can you fix him? Well, is JG serviceable? Can you give him a Jonathan Crompton playbook that is check one, throw it away, or run? Yeah. Like literally, that's that's the only options you have. If that if the answer to that question is no, let him hold the clipboard, let him be scout team, and graduate his tail and get him out of there. Period. Brian Mauer yeah, comes in. Yeah, because you know technically he gets a year also. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the deal. He can, <laughs> you know what you call him next year? A graduate assistant's all I call him. <laughs> but uh, here's the deal. He, he's he's better than Muschamp. I I agree, Justin. I'm I'm a Pruitt fan. I I really dislike Muschamp. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. And I think he he has worked with Saban at a different level than Muschamp. And I, so I think he has a dynamic that maybe Muschamp didn't have at that point. But what I'm saying is, is he and, and I think he's done that. He's pulled back and, of course, made some changes on that D-line coach, and and he's going to do some different things. But it has to turn around. Uh, Tennessee's been down for too long, and it's literally uh, Tennessee fans. And and excuse the reference if this bothers anyone, but we're half we're we're half cocked all the time. We're ready to go. We we either want we either want to fall off the cliff or we want to start climbing. And and we felt like we were one of those. Two games ago, we were we were part of an eight-game win streak, longest in 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 division or Power Five, and all the different things. But now we've lost two in a row, and and really the last six quarters, uh, I mean, looked like we we probably were a bad high school team. I mean, just quite frankly, execution-wise on offense, just just not where we need to be. I'm trying to. You guys are commenting faster than I can read. I, I don't know if that speaks to my reading ability or y'all's comment, but uh, it says he handed the offense off to his offensive coordinators and give them props and blames uh, when they deserve it. Have to face it, men. This is Matt speaking now. Have to face it, men. Offense sells tickets and keeps the fans happy. Uh, would you be upset about the Kentucky loss if you what, – what's the rest of that say? If I hit that – If, kind if of, uh, you had lost 63-60. to 60. I think at that point, because I've been down that road because of being a West Virginia fan, we get into those kind of games where you get into shootout stuff. And to be honest, I would have been still upset. And I would have been upset because to go through that much and then lose the game. Like, I guess my, my deal is is 14 or 17 of those points came off turnovers. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was not representative in any way of the defense. And the defense didn't get a chance. No. Honestly, when they, they gave up that, that turnover, that fumble, and they held them to a field goal, I want to say they got positive two yards. That's a win. So, I mean, honestly, this is a this is a, it's a defense that, that can win football games. I think Straight so. Straight up. I mean, they're turning people over. They're, they're forcing I think it's fumbles. a defense and an offensive line. That O line, I think, is is good. I think they just and I, I'm I'm interested. You know, the the conversation was had today at work that is the offensive line really struggling because they're really good in 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 like run blocking, but pass blocking not so much. Is that a situation to where they're really not good at pass blocking, or they're really not interested in protecting a passer? Could be both. I mean, I mean maybe. I mean, you've got maybe I mean, like sixty forty. I'll say this: uh, there, there's a lot of cats on that offensive line. Uh, oh wow, there's there's more uh, more comments. I kind of stopped. We shouldn't lose to Kentucky or Vandy. Absolutely, Justin. Absolutely. That that is a calling card for the moving trucks, is what that is. It says <laughs> Courtney says, y'all. I know I know. Have a Georgia fan talking crap to me while I listen. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Never mind, Courtney. I'm, I know you're married to him, so I'm not going to say that. I was going to say uh, they've got to make it past Atlanta before that that really matters. Uh, Herschel Walker ain't coming back, so there's <laughs> there's some room to to be improved. Uh, my actual mom and stepdad are listening. Said Tennessee didn't play uh, worth a crap against Kentucky. That blew me away. Um, yes, and and I think in a nutshell, that's what everybody thought. That's where everybody's at. Uh, Justin says the O-line is not as good as it was hyped up. Uh, the best thing I heard about our O-line uh, was we have a lot of great guards. Yeah, And and here's the thing. Uh, Cade Mays, the Georgia game, I kind of throw that one out for him because he was just in a bad spot. Like they were going to make sure Cade Mays was punished. Oh, yeah. The whole There's day. no doubt about that. Uh, he and Trey Smith are the two dynamic pieces of this thing. But let's re- remember, I think Trey Smith had like four – full contact script practices last year didn't get to go through spring because that's that's not been a thing and then he's really limited uh, early on in this camp based on quarantine and and limited practices yeah. and whatever so to me you're looking at Brandon Kennedy Trey Smith Cade Mays that have had significant um SEC experience right Wanya Morris is still a sophomore he's an early sophomore with no spring practice his sophomore year so that to me, that's a that's a dynamic that yeah we're probably overhyped, Justin. The uh, the TVA and I uh, line that they kind of compared us to, uh, they need um, they need to kind of pull that card for the moment. But uh, but I'll say COVID, even though that's I, I hate playing that card, but that's a thing, that's a thing. Yeah, COVID, COVID. What color card would that be? That's a red card that's all day long. That's a card. red card. Uh, Courtney, yeah, Courtney says. Cade Mays was trash. Um, yeah, well, he he likes to treat people like trash. I'll say that. I remember when he came to Maryville uh, when he played at Catholic. It was uh, not a pretty sight. Uh, and then Matt Irvin says it helped the offensive line a lot if JG wouldn't hold the ball. They need to simplify his reads and encourage check down. Well, here's the thing. They, they actually did a breakdown on SEC Nation like two nights ago or something. 1.7 seconds. That's all he had. Tom Brady... Uh, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, those guys aren't going to do much with with one point seven. They they well, got to get him more. Okay, so 
to 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 do something about that, I mean, okay, don't put him under center. Yeah. Start him in a pistol. Start him in a shotgun. Have you seen that weird stance he does? Like he is in full blown, like ready to run mode. Yeah. So there for a while, like Ben had that problem. The O line wasn't getting him any time to throw the ball. So what did they do? And he was getting hit too much. They put him in a pistol. So he started from like a half shotgun, and it incre- and he, they still use it now. Our O line is way better, and they still use that formation because it gets him a little more time. I, I I'm like I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at these comments. It's Man, awesome. They are they are straight up decoordinating the, what what JG can do. Honestly, I, you said he can read a defense. I'm not sure he could spell defense. Honestly, <laughs> but they said we played against him. At, Courtney said we played against him at Central. Definitely not the best guy. No, he's he's a nasty dude. I mean, honestly, and and in some ways that's what you want on the offensive line. But I, I think there's a limit to everything. You can't continue to get penalties. He's he's been able no. to do that, unfortunately. But uh, here's the deal. I think ultimately anybody but JG is what we need. But the thing is, is who do you roll out there against the number one team in the country? Who do you roll out there against a defense that, frankly, gave up their season high against Ole Miss? And they came in mad at Georgia, and they're going to be mad this weekend. The only benefit is we got them in, in town. We got them in Knoxville. And, and we can just hope that, uh, you know what, they overlooked the Vols. Uh, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, and that's what not what I'm holding my candle to. But what I'm saying is, is let's just battle it out. You got to play it for a reason. Uh, I I would just like to know, it, it, and this is my 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 game plan in a nutshell, is if we leave tomorrow or leave Saturday, and I say, you know what, Tennessee got beat, but they left it all out there. Uh, you know, Ty Chandler, uh, you know, Eric Gray, the run game plan for the run game was really good. We threw the ball out there. We tried to make explosive plays and either was successful or what have you. But I don't want it to be we threw screens on third and long behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, we ran the ball on third down, gave the gave the football up, and we, di- and we didn't turn it over three or four times. That's, that's what I'm after. Fix those things. And the winning part – uh, we'll, we'll save that for maybe next week because, honestly, uh, I, I think, honestly, our best against Alabama's worst is still there's a gap there. That's just my opinion. I agree. I'm with you on that. But here's the deal. There's also a gap that we got to fill with some commercial breaks. So we're going to do that. We're going to listen to these fine sponsors. Again, uh, if you hear one you like, give them a call. Tell them you heard about us on the radio, and, uh, and that'll help me out. So, again, I appreciate it. And uh, come on back because you're listening to the Afternoon Grind, 5 to 6 p.m. right here, 100.9 FM, 850 AM, and streaming at WKBL.com. We'll be right back. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is 
one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors Group in Maribel. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcast and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything the Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Jeff McIntyre as we find our way back to uh, the reservation. And, uh, you know, Jeff, uh, we you said during the break if we didn't talk NFL um, – <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, Justin. If we didn't talk NFL, you were going to cry. And, and even though that's kind of interesting <laughs> in, in some way, shape, or form um, – I think we need to talk NFL. I think we do, too. I, I just, for your emotional state, I want to make sure that we're good there. And uh, so here's the deal. 
The the big storylines of the week, of course, Dak being out in Dallas, you've got Andy Dalton stepping in. What's that going to look like? How do they perform? And uh seems like rinse and repeat in that in that scenario. Le'Veon Bell exits the Jets. A lot of questions was whether anybody was even interested in that dynamic. And quite frankly, people came running for Le'Veon Bell. He had some really good options in my in my opinion, even though he's been kind of a troubled locker room and, and what have you. Uh, so those are really the two stories that I think we should talk about. Um, the other dynamics was, uh, of course, uh, you, you know, I think, uh, the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers matchup was, was kind of an interesting one. I watched that game. Yeah. It wasn't very interesting. No. Was it? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers no. uh, needs a little help, but, uh, uh, Justin Dunlap says bell to chiefs. Isn't even fair. Uh, Logan McKinney says Le'Veon to the Chiefs insignificant next. Uh, Dalton will be fine except on prime time is what Dunlap says. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we had that conversation earlier. We shall see. We shall see. But I, it's hard for me to say that it's insignificant to ever add a, a guy that can be explosive like Le'Veon. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, uh, he sat there and said, listen, it's my job. I'm a rookie, but this is my thing. And he showed out this week. I thought uh, what he did last night against the Bills, uh, I thought it really, really kind of stepped up his his stock a little bit and really put a, put a damper on the Le'Veon show that was trying to come to KC. I think Le'Veon Bell was a very, very cheap insurance option because he has played. He Didn't has they have se- to pick up that 13 mil, though? I don't know. How cheap Part of that's being paid by the Jets. A big chunk of that's being paid by the Jets. This is why everybody was out to get him was because a huge chunk of his salary is still being paid by the Jets. So at this point, you pick up somebody who still has some tread on the you know on the tires. He's still a great player. He's still a starter just about everywhere. And now you've got somebody who's been to the playoffs. He's played with some good teams. He's seen a fast-paced offense because that's what the Steelers ran with him. And, and he is their insurance plan, so you get down the road and you get into the playoffs and maybe you lose your second string back. Or, and, and then, right. boom, here you go. He, he slides in, and that's why it's not fair because now they're so deep, well, and they're and, good deep. And if you, if you ever watch an Andy Reid offense, what does he do? He buries the running back. Yeah. He just pounds them and pounds them and pounds them. I, I remember one year in, in – uh, I think it, it might have been back in Philly uh, when he literally – like his starting running back had more more carries than like two or three teams running backs. Oh yeah. I mean, he literally had pounded them to death. And then here's the deal. One, known as one of the better regular season coaches in NFL history, when their guys got to the playoffs, what didn't they have? They didn't have depth. They didn't have players. They had a running back that was um kind of wait and see kind of runner like trying to find his spot instead of pounding the rock. And and I think what he does by bringing in Le'Veon is is loosen some of that load. This cat's a rookie. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire could be great, but he ain't going to be great games 14, 15, and 16 because they're not used to that. Right. You can't run him like the Steelers ran Le'Veon because that's why he took a year off. That's why he didn't look good with the Jets. He, you got you to gotta save these guys, and I think making this move, they're going to do that. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right. So I, you know, Le'Veon to the to the Chiefs. It, it's a wait and see game because he, he's yet to have to see any kind of major yeah, action. There was but, some some COVID protocol that kept him out of this weekend, but I think now that's all should be cleared and he, he should be good to go for this next weekend. Do you have to drop a mixtape or something? Is that COVID that could have been too? Could have been the deal. COVID test. <laughs> 
Rap but, album, COVID but, test. Either way. Either <laughs> way. Uh, but so let's let's get to where we want to be. So 551, got about eight and a half minutes to go in the show, and I haven't said it yet. But this this Sunday, I mean, it's it's game time. Uh, Steelers, Titans. Titans just knock off the Texans in really an overtime fashion that uh, you saw a bowling ball. I don't even know if, if bowling ball is a good enough term for, for Derrick Henry. A monster that's gonna gonna come test that Steeler defense. What, what do you think about this matchup? And really, realistically, take the the yellow or gold and black goggles off, if you will. Gold and black. It's it's they're, yeah, they're they both, go together. They go together. It, it really does. If you're listening on radio, you didn't see he did the goggles <laughs> thing. But um, what do you think? I mean, I think this Tennessee team is they're hungry. They're 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 kind of they're aggressive. But in my mind, and this is, and again, if Courtney's still listening, um, don't don't take into in in any offense to this. I I like the Titans and I want them to play well. But to me, I think you're going to force and and not to steal what you're probably going to say. But I think you you sell out to stop Derrick Henry. You make Ryan Tannehill beat you. The, you, you basically said exactly what I was going to do. You just said it quicker. So <laughs> I love this matchup. And, and I give the edge to the Steelers. And the reason I do is because we're coming in with, if, if not number one, we've got to be number two run defense. I mean, we're stopping everybody. And so I think you do. I think you sell out for the run and you make Tannehill beat you. Hey, now, we, here's the kicker. We've got a Jason Ward sighting. I just want I, everybody to know. I thought I saw that. Uh, he picks the Steelers. I want you to you know that. And, and so when you stop uh, – I just – I lost my train of thought. When stop you, Derrick Henry. When you stop Derrick Henry, now you've got the pass rush. And Watt and Bud Dupree are really getting to the quarterback. And then whenever they're not, you've got the interior line that gets there. Yeah, and I think the loss of Taylor Lewan is going to be, like, monstrous. So I think it's going to be exposed pretty heavy. I, I look to see us make Tannehill try to beat them. And then if you go to the flip side of that, you just let Houston throw up a bunch of points on you. Right. And I would like to say that arguably we've got a better offense. So I think we're going to be able to score points. And so for me, that's why I like to give the edge to the Steelers, just because the way we match up with the run defense, and I think we're going to be able to score points. Now, the keys for Tennessee to win, they're, they're going to have to get Derrick Henry out of the box. They're going to have to figure out a way to get him from us bottling him up and bringing him down. And so, to me, I think that means they start out passing early. I think that's going to put our safeties back. I think the corners are going to have to play up a little bit. And when you do that, you're going to free the interior up. If you don't do that, we're going to eat you up, and we're going to sack Tannehill a bunch. So, here's the here's the the keys to the game. If Derrick Henry, and, and again, he's got 200 yards. I think he's done it. Uh, four times, three or four times in his career. Uh, the rest of the NFL has had three of those in that same span of time. Oh, yeah. He's uh, a beast. So he's, he's a monster. So to me, if he if he crests a buck 20, they win. you're in trouble. Yeah. You're in trouble because guys like Humphreys becomes a bigger bigger receiver. You know, you, you get guys like A.J. Brown. You get guys uh, – and even, even Derrick Henry caught two passes out of the backfield for 52 yards. Yeah. So he literally was like 260 all-purpose. So – my thing is, is if Derrick Henry can settle in and make a how make his home running the football, 
then it, it opens up so much more for Tannehill to, to start seeing things a lot bigger. Now, on the flip side of that, if he doesn't meet the century mark, I think it's bad. It's over quick. I think you, you talk about it. I think I think Big Ben kind of plays ball control. Claypool becomes a big piece of the puzzle. I think all the running backs, they just kind of start grinding down that Titans defense. And then later later on in the football game, it's really about spreading that lead versus trying to come back and get anything. So Our big key is we cannot take the foot off the gas. Yeah, Justin and, Dunlap says Steelers have a more well-rounded offense. I here's the thing, honestly, and and I want the Titans to do well. If you want to, the the definition of one-dimensional in the NFL is the Tennessee Titans. Yes, but the problem is, is when it takes eight of your eleven to stop number twenty-two. Sure, then you have options. That's right. So I, I think I think he makes a really good point. Yeah, I. I I'm really thinking that we're we're going to lean heavy on on that pass rush and that D-line. And for us, we can't slow down. It was made very clear by Tennessee coming back, coming back from behind to beat them in overtime that you can't let Tennessee just linger around. You have to put them away. Well, there's a certain bit, and I, I don't, you know, people's been asking this question, like, what has turned the tide? You know, has it been, you know, one of the coordinator positions? Is it is it Vrabel that's really turned this Titans team around? I don't know what it is, but I tell you, they're a hungry bunch. They are. And they're a team that I like watching just because it's not the prototypical NFL game to where they're like, oh, we're down by 20. Eh, it's okay. We'll play again next week. We'll get our paycheck. No. They're a little frustrated. They they're mad, win. and they want to win, and, and I love that. So, as I guess we we know where you're gonna pick, but um, I mean, how how uh, how how long are you thinking this win the w- winning streak for the Steelers go? So, if you look at their their schedule, they've Courtney is bashing me on the the one one dimensional comment. <laughs> Here's the deal: it's a big dimension, Courtney. It's a really big dimension. Number 22. Yeah, it's a 200 yards per game dimension. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's fantastic. I'll take him. I'll take him. Justin Dunlap says the the difference maker's Vrabel. We're, we're down to about a minute and a half, Jeff. What do you think? So, our next two games is Titans-Ravens. I think we lose one of those. I don't think it's the Titans. I think it's going to be the Ravens. And then we play the Cowboys, the Bengals, and the Jaguars. I think we win all three of those. Wow, that's a, that's a tough. That's and a tough then slate. we play the Ravens again, and then we play the the skin, or I mean, the football team. Oh, got to put a dollar in the R jar. Yeah. Oops. The, well, I didn't say the R word. I didn't either. I said half of it. Yeah. And then they got the Bills, the Bengals, the Colts, and the. I mean, if we don't win our division, I'm gonna be disappointed. Honestly. I. Uh, I, I would be. <laughs> I'll be honest I'll with be you. I'll be disappointed. And especially with a 5-0 and start. But, uh, yes. you know, uh, Matt Irvin says the Ravens get you. Uh, that's what he we says. We split. We're going to split with the Ravens. I think we're going to win at home and lose on the road. Courtney, I really like the Titans, and I don't want you to take that any kind of wrong way. I'm just – I just feel like the Steelers got a lot of pieces that are going to be able to do something with them. I still think the Titans do a lot of good things. But uh, I think you got to – for it to be a habit, uh, it's got to happen more than once. Agreed. I think that's that's the deal. But you know what? Uh, we didn't. We ran out of time. Didn't get to talk about the Cowboys. What you know, are we gonna? What honestly, are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? I mean, real quick, that whole division, Cowboys included, is a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's really like a whoever wins last loses situation. Somebody's gonna win that division at like five and twelve. 
or five and eleven. Oh wow! It's going to be sad. <laughs> wow, Courtney's—they're all saying fluke or not fluke, and Courtney just said challenge accepted. But hey, appreciate all those listening out there. If you're stuck on Alcoa Highway or on your way home, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on.